everyone. Uh, welcome on into ooh, is this episode four? Four. Yeah. Episode four of Comic Book Women. Uh, I'm Laura. I'm joined by Lucy and Jen right there. You probably already know us. We're going to have a kind of easy show tonight. No guests. It's just the three of us. So it's going to be just a chill, relaxed show. Um, if you guys haven't already, make sure that you follow Lucy at Mama Comic and mm -hmm. Jen at Comic Officiato. And of course, I'm over at Bird City Comics. So make sure you find us on Instagram. All right, girls, let's kick off the night. We want to start by discussing some news in the comic book world. Uh, if you guys haven't already heard, Crossover is coming out. Lucy, you want, you want to take this one? Well, see, I read a little bit of the preview um, on Previous World, and mm -hmm. I don't know if it, it looks really interesting. I really want to read this book, you know, and everybody has been talking about it. Um, and I, but at the same time, like the, this panel right here, uh, you know, the kid reading, it kind of reminded me a little bit of Wimpool. I don't know. Hmm. But, you know, um, I mean, obviously, it's not going to be like that. Who knows? <laughs> oh, I can see that. Yeah, they've been, this yeah. has been being talked about for so long. I mean, you have, obviously, Donny Cates, which yeah. everybody just raves. Yeah. And uh, this has been in the works for quite some time now. And from mm -hmm. what I understand, Jen, what's like a brief description of what this is about in case you know, somebody out there hasn't heard of this by some chance? Uh, so from three pages I got to read and then like listening to Donny Cates in a couple of interviews... The crossover mm -hmm. is like a true crossover. It's what it, it kind of talks about, like the comic book world and the real world, and that's to me the that's the crossover. Is like, what if it does bleed into each other? Like the three pages that I read made me really regret not putting it on my pull list. <laughs> so <laughs> now I'm going to be going in on Wednesday and trying to score one. We'll see what happens. Uh, but that's a really interesting premise. I thought. I'm sure you'll so find one. Writing. Wait, what? They I'm sure she, you'll find one because there's like so many covers for this one that I I yeah. honestly don't know what's the print run on this, but I'm sure you'll find a copy of the, the regular. True. Did you guys ever see like Cool World or Who Framed Who Framed Roger Rabbit? Mm -hmm. Yes, Who Framed Ro Roger yeah. Rabbit. That movie used to terrify me, where the little roller went over and killed the little. <laughs> But that's kind of like what I thought about was like the mixture of worlds, right? Like, that's a great way to describe this. Yeah. In fact, uh, Kate says crossover is a non-event event. This is how he how he describes it. He said that it tells the story of what happens when a multiverse comic book crosses over and breaks into the world, real world. Mm -hmm. So it's just like that. In fact, I could. Yeah, that is so. Oh, there's cool world. Wow. Yeah. So this one comes out tomorrow. Yeah. Um, and again, if you guys haven't already, this is definitely going to be a hot one. And Megan worked on this too. Uh, Megan. Oh Megan goodness. Hutchinson, his yeah. wife. I do not believe she was involved in this. I mean, somebody in the mm -hmm. chat can correct me if I'm wrong, but I okay. don't think she was involved in this book yet. I wouldn't be surprised if they bring her in later. That would be cool. Do they she's go an in together? Artist. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So. And now we know she's beautiful. Cool. <laughs> oh. Is she? Oh, she's a beautiful woman. Yeah. I, I oh, think I so. Gotta, I got to yeah. look it up. I haven't. Megan did this cover? Oh, she did a variant cover. Variant. Okay. I need oh, to get something. Like, I don't think Megan yeah, did a no, variant. I need to get, oh, uh, yeah. She did a, a cover. I I, I want to say an exclusive, but I'm not sure. Uh, but yeah. Yeah. Maybe I need Brian to work on something like this. that. Yeah. Uh, I think they did the art with the coloring of like the comics being very colorful and then the real world being very like gray and like black and white. Mm -hmm. That's so depressing. But yeah, you're right. That's oh, very oh, artistic. That's that first one right there. That's the one that she worked on. Yeah. Okay. I knew, I knew she worked on it. Is that a homage to an X Men book? The yeah, Days of it is. Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. Well, there you go. So now we know she did do one. That one might even be. Yeah, I knew it was an exclusive. Okay, yeah, there you go. Yeah, I knew she worked on, uh, or was working in, uh, on a So these, re these release tomorrow, and if you don't have them on your pull list, you should probably still be oh. able to snag up at least one of the variants. 
call your comic book store or message them, whatever <laughs> you guys do <laughs> to get a copy of However you get a hold of your people. Yes, yeah. So that's what we wanted to give you guys for news. We're gonna move on. Now this is kind of a touchy subject given that today is election day, but it was also kind of appropriate with the 5th of November coming up. Uh, mm -hmm. Jen, what, what is this? Uh, so Guy Fawkes Day, which is also, I think Bonfire Day, uh, started in like the 15 or 1600s. And basically it has to do a lot about religion and not totalitarianism, but kind of uh, about being made to follow a religion or you get like fined, right? So it's like Catholicism and was it Protestant, right? Uh, and so what's really cool about Guy Fox Day is when Alan Moore and uh, David Lloyd were working on it, they had this whole thing worked out, but they didn't know how to make the main character look. And it wasn't until I believe it was David Lloyd that suggested the Guy Fox mask. And they're like, oh my God, this fits in great with being in England, especially, and just tying that all together. Uh, so. Yeah. That's, that's interesting. interesting. I don't. I don't think I. I never knew that. When I've I've watched the movie, I've read the books, but I didn't even know there was so much rooted in that storyline. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, a quote from the movie itself is: "People shouldn't be afraid of their government. Government should be afraid of their people." And I remember watching that, and at the time, I was like seventeen or eighteen years old, and it didn't mean anything to me. It's like that's stupid, you know. But as I get older, that kind of resonates on a different level, and Again, look at where this is rooted in these two comics is where this started, Jen? Uh, yeah, so Warriors, them putting the idea out there. And mm -hmm. so those are like, I guess, what would people like for Hellboy being in those other issues, like the pre-first mm -hmm. issue, basically. Yeah. There's a word yeah. for that kind of thing right now. Yeah. You see, like, uh, well, I watched the movie too. I, I remember watching it in theaters twice when it came out. And I didn't know it was, a, obviously at the time, I didn't know it was based on a comic book. Uh, but I loved the movie. I thought it was so, even though I was younger too, like I thought it was like, oh my God, this is freaking amazing. Like, and I felt a little bit, that little scared also, like that it could happen, I guess. Um, oh, it but, totally could happen. That's what makes yeah. it so freaky is that there's so many ways where you could totally parallel this to real life. And this was back in the eighties. Like mm -hmm. when you wrote this is in the eighties uh, and then, the time period is like, I want to say it's in the 90s, 97 era is mm -hmm. when he had the story take place. And then for the movie, it came out in 2005. Mm -hmm. And then it was like in the two, 2020s, 2027 is like what I was like finding out. And I was like, that's really interesting that they did that. Like mm -hmm. the story was in 88. Like, yes, I can't remember in 80s for sure. I think it was in the late 80s too. So yeah, it's just, it's kind of interesting. Um, the mask part though is, in my opinion, paramount to the story. Like without that, you, <gasps> no shit, you have one? Oh, sorry, <laughs> where did you get that? So uh, that? a couple years ago, cool. it, came, it came with the, comp, the, the graphic novel. Oh. It was like a set. So I saw it and I think it, I wanna say it was like $30. And it came that in a set so in a comic cool. store. Wow, that is so cool. Yeah, sure. But probably right around this time, it's going to be crazy prices. Hold on. I'm checking. Okay. So it would be. It's like a Guy Fox mask uh, graphic novel set. Because they, they kind of have one similar next to it for the Court of Owls. And so that was like in the same section. And I was like looking at them both. And I'm like, mm, I really want to read V for Vendetta. Because at that time, I wasn't able to find any of like the, the uh, picture right now is of issue one. Mm -hmm. And I yeah. wasn't able to find a back issue bin. So I'm like, you know what? Let me just get the graphic novel. Uh, but graphic novel by itself is like 20 bucks. But if you, since then, I found a graphic novel for like $5 at like a used mm -hmm. bookstore. And then I found now recently within the past two years, I found back issues for like 2 to $5. So you can still find good deals out there sometimes. Oh, there, oh, there, there it is. is. That is so cool. <laughs> that is really cool. I, that's something that I would like to collect. Now that you know the history behind it, that's so neat. And you have one. So you were just saying that like this time of year, 
it, this yeah. this book and this movie, everything, the values always go up, right? Yeah. Like on November 5th, especially, uh, you'll see some more sales go on. Uh, so the, the graphic novel set, oh, no, sorry, individual comic set raw, you see goes between like 70 and 80, 80 to $90, mm -hmm. right? Depending mm -hmm. on grade. Uh, and then for the, yeah, so like between 120 and 190. So it's like 150-ish, right? For the average 9.8. Uh, but because mm -hmm. November 5th is every single year, I feel like we, especially Netflix pushes it a lot. Uh, mm -hmm. we, remember, we People remember because of the 5th that it goes up around this time and people, oh yeah, that's right. That's a great comic. And they try to pick it up. But yeah. you know what? One thing though, that after watching the movie, you know, when he bakes the, he's making the, the egg and the bread after yeah. that, I started making that. <laughs> it's good, right? <laughs> Yes, I love it. I do that now. After that, I was like, "Oh my god, it's such a bizarre idea." Made for vendetta inspired cuisine. We do a do for um, uh, home ec in school. We, we they, they call it toad in the hole, but I think they call it like eggs in a basket or something. Or yeah, it's it's delicious. I was like, "How come we never do this as like it's very like British?" Yeah, I don't know. Yes, but man, I add some avocados, some tomatoes. <laughs> So if anyone Sorry, have this book right now, this is a good one that you could even, I mean, if you wanted to, if you ever are going to sell it, you want to try to line it up to roughly the fifth because that's when it just spikes every mm -hmm. year. Yeah, I guess if you, wanna, if you want to buy it, just wait, like, I'd say March, like three or five months and then it'll <laughs> go back down. Yeah, that's so true. I think I really want to wait till like January. I think like yeah. issue one in a high grade raw is like around $20. Uh, but if you can find in the back issue bin, like that's that'd be awesome. <laughs> Do you use real butter though? Yeah, yes. yeah. <laughs> Do you use real? <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, the one that says real butter. <laughs> um, but it's weird to see like the comic differences to the movie because because like you guys, my first uh, exposure to this was the movie, and then because. Mm -hmm. You know, I was very into Marvel DC, but Vertigo was a section that, like, I, as a kid, I just didn't go into, uh, regretfully now. Um, but, yeah, did you guys? Well, I mean, I, I think, you know, I, I like, independent comics now, I feel like finally they're kind of coming out more because they've seen more of the, the, the movies made and stuff like that, even though they've been doing that for a long time. Uh, well, I don't know if it's just me that I'm now into comics that I'm noticing like, oh, that's based on the comic book. Oh, that's based on the comic book, you know? And I like more, in the, I read more independent books. Uh, but back in the day, I don't think I would have, I, I mean, like I said, I watched the movie. I have no idea that this was part of a comic book. Also the other the one that you were saying, the extraordinary gentleman. Oh, um, League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Yeah. Yeah. I remember I love that movie and, and had no idea it was based on the comic book. Yeah, so um, which is it? Are we just more privy now that we're involved in comic books that we start so. seeing the comics first, then the movies? Or is it is it actually shifting culture wise where comic books are becoming a driving force behind media now versus the other way around? I mean I think that like when it comes to independence that for a long time, cause it was always kind of like a gamble, right? You might not like the story. So a lot of people just mm -hmm. kind of stuck with like DC and Marvel, but now I feel like there's so many great stories and we're all discovering mm -hmm. them. They're like, Oh, I'll, I'll actually check this out. Cause I heard good things about it. Right. Yeah, and it's going away from like the typical superhero, like V yeah. isn't your typical like hero yeah. at all. Right. Yeah, yeah. And like somebody said that right now they you know, now they're picking bigger names for the movies, you know, like uh oh Jesus Christ, my mind is like freaking going blank. Uh the movie uh Olgar, you know, it's like that they picked uh mm, yeah. I mean Charlie Sparing. Yeah, such a big name that to play a Netflix original, you know. Uh so now, and then now that Netflix is picking up all these indie books, you know, so it makes it better. Indie books give creators a brand new sandbox to play in. Yeah, yeah, Dan Barry, you're right. And what was really uh, cool about uh, Old Guard is that they actually had, was it Greg Rucka was the, the writer? Mm -hmm. They had him do the screenplay and be on set for a couple of days. And like, that's something that is not typical, but mm -hmm. I feel like really should be. And then she rewrites on set if they needed to do it. 
Yeah, and you know, it also gives like better for us, the comic book people, you know, how we always comparing like the book to the movie. It just, you know, now for that kind of people who were comparing them, you know, so it gives us, I guess, the pleasure that it's almost the same as the book and but also making it a great movie. So it kind of like, it gives a balance, you know. Well, even what you said, uh, League of Extraordinary, League of, League of, how do you say it, Laura? League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Yes. Uh, <laughs> uh, that Alan Moore's like first, I guess like not great experience with Hollywood because they didn't ask for his input and they'd kind of change some things. And like, I liked the movie. I didn't know that he didn't like it. Right. But because mm. of that movie, he didn't, and they also didn't ask him for this movie. The screenwriters were the Wachowski brothers. Mm -hmm. um, and so he just, he didn't see the movie. And then later, I think a couple of years later, he said he read the screenplay. And how does that make sense at all? Like, I mean, as if you're making a film and you're basing it off of somebody's work, is it just that they didn't want any of the credit taken away from themselves? Or I mean, but it's, that just doesn't make any sense to me. Where's the reasoning mm -hmm. there? Of course you reach out. Like, I hate to bring up Twilight. I hate to, but I'm going to. <laughs> they included Stephanie Meyer every step of the way during those films. And say what you want to about them. The people that love the books love the films because mm -hmm. it was so true or true to the storyline. So it's mm -hmm. just like, I, I get what Alan Moore was saying. I'd be like, kiss my ass too. Well, right. You can even look at like uh, Ryan Reynolds with Deadpool. Ryan Reynolds from, I mean, I don't know if it's true. This is just what I heard. And I, when I heard it, I was like, wow, I like him even more. But he apparently paid to have the writers for Deadpool on the set. Or wait, mm -hmm. the writers or the screen right people to no, make sure you are not that. allowed to make Ryan Reynolds more attractive to me. <laughs> you can't. You can't say anything that makes me love him more. If that is true, that's badass. That's right? the kind of mutual respect that should be between the original writers and whoever's turning it onto the big screen. Definitely. Mm -hmm. Like when I heard that, I was like, he's a he's a genius that's why he does all these things and is so successful like he thinks things through a little maybe a little more in depth and that's just better mm -hmm. dan barry saying alan hayes said he lost the rights to the comics dc royally screwed him over with watchmen oh um, same thing happened there then oh well watchmen yeah that was that's a whole other, like what they call them rabbit hole <laughs> to go down oh man is that a whole another episode if we start on that? <laughs> That's another. <laughs> that's another hole. <laughs> rabbit, yeah, because well, on uh, Dark Side, they, they, they Marco goes down like a rabbit hole. They hold up a little like hole with rabbit ears. It's it's. Funny. <laughs> we should that's have a funny. whale hole on our show. That's what we should have. <laughs> the whale hole. <laughs> uh, yeah. So any of you again, any of you out there, if you haven't already watched *Me for Vendetta*. You know, remember, remember the 5th of November and get your asses onto the couch, watch it, try to find the book if you can, because it seems like there's just so much that was yeah. left out. Find the mask if you can. That's going to be my chore. That would well, be awesome. The B for Vendetta comic is, so I read it after I saw the movie. It's a lot different. It's not even mm -hmm. like, there's some there's similarities, of course. Uh, that's why, like, I think the movie is just more, it's inspired by the book. Uh yeah but it's like darker, it's more, more, it's more mature, definitely. So it's not like for kids, I wouldn't recommend it. No. I mean, even the movie, I guess, right? Like something no, she's in the movie, I wouldn't let my 10 year old watch it. I don't think, well, maybe my 10 year old keep could watch it, maybe. But I don't yeah, know. There's, that, there's a creepy um, scene where she's in that little girl outfit. Oh, yeah. So probably not yeah, kid nah, never mind. <laughs> you know what? I have to watch it again. It's been a while since I watched it. So I'll probably watch it on November 5th. Really yeah, good. What, what better time than now? All yeah. right, let's move on. So we are going to move on next, guys, into our weekly picks, our weekly um, mm -hmm. comic, movie, TV. I'm going to start. So I, I remember when Hunger Games came out. I was so obsessed with that book. That's a great example of a book that follows, or a movie that follows the book really well. Um, but I love the Hunger Games because I liked the premise of it. I thought that that modern day fighting in an arena for entertainment concept was realistic enough to make it scary, to make it nail biting. So Versus is one that I don't feel like a lot of people have heard about. Uh, Anthony brought it to my attention. He's like, Laura, if you liked Hunger Games, read this one. So essentially it's privately funded soldiers 
that are placed in like these arenas and they have to battle for fame, money, glory, whatever. So just picture like a Hunger Games, but with soldiers. And the first, I mean, aside from the interior art being, in my opinion, fantastic, the first issue is a little confusing, if I'm being honest. I was having a hard time telling whether or not what was happening was his like a virtual reality or if it was his actual reality. So I'm, I'm hoping as I read a few more episodes that I'll kind of understand it a little bit better. But this is a good book if you like the idea of humans being capable of killing each other for entertainment. Uh, you know what? And you need to watch Battle Royale if you like this kind of stuff. Uh, yeah? That, yeah, that movie came out in 2000, and it's, I want to say it's a Korean movie. You know me, I love Korean movies. <laughs> yeah. No, I'll watch it. I mean, if you have and, um, yeah. Yeah, and uh, I don't know if it's Korean. I'm not sure. Oh, Japanese. It's a Japanese film. Japanese film. Uh, my husband showed me that one. Um, there you go. There it is. Oh. That movie is crazy. It's I mean, if you think Hunger Games is crazy, uh-uh. <laughs> is, is it the same concept? Like you have a bunch of mm-hmm. cute little school children like tearing each other they in drop them. Yeah, they drop them on the island and whoever survives, you know, they have a little thing on their neck. And uh, uh, it's been a while since I watched it. It's been a few years since I watched it, but it's a crazy movie. And that's the same concept of uh, of uh, uh, Hunger Games, kind of. Yeah, yeah, versus. So it's like, I don't know you think back to like gladiator times and we've already seen this happen. I mean, even if you want to get technical, I I think modern day boxing is just fucking brutal. You know, (laughs) same same idea. You're just beating the shit out of each other and it's all for entertainment. So, but this one just gives that twist Mm -hmm. on it because you actually have trained superstar soldiers, so to speak, that are going out there and. Yeah, this looks cool. I I, I think it's a cool cover. I I remember seeing this cover at the store. The one I, the cover I have is actually a variant. Okay. I don't know what I did with it. It's like, it just says versus, versus, versus like on a gray cover. But yeah, Mm -hmm. this is one that I I think um, after the first issue, you're going to want to read the next one because I already do. And I think it's going to end up getting better and better. It has all the ingredients for a solid storyline. You're already kind of invested. You're trying to figure out what happens next though. So in terms of like, like, do they enjoy fighting or is it against their will? No, it's like they, they have to go in there. From what I understand, I've only read the first one. It's like they're they're hired. And there's in the first couple pages, <laughs> one of the characters um, actually kind of realizes that she's supposed to pause. Like, it's like a game. She has to pause. And so she doesn't want to pause. So they literally just take her out and replace her with somebody else who will kind of abide by the rules. Huh. So. Mm, that's cool. Yeah, it's, it's an interesting pick so far. I'll keep you guys posted on how this yeah. one develops. Yeah, I think I want to add this to my list. Really. Yeah. And it's by Image Comics, right? It is. This is an Image okay. Comics book. And let's see here. All right, so and then moving on to my movie. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, you guys probably already heard Sean Connery passed away on Halloween, mm-hmm. which, I mean, he, he was a badass. You, just, you think of all the films that he gave us, aside from, I mean, we were just talking about Leave Extraordinary Gentleman. Oh, um, yeah. He was in The Rock. I mean, the James Bond movies, obviously. But Entrapment was one that I brought up because I was talking to Anthony about it on the show the other night. This is one of my all-time favorites with him because it's so, um, I think his performance in this is fantastic. And Catherine Zeta-Jones is. Oh, I love her. I mean, how do you, how do you well, even I thought I was smiling so much at first. I was like, oh yeah, Catherine Zeta-Jones. And you're like, Sean died. And I was like, oh. stop smiling, Jen. Sean died. It was horrible. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, but Catherine Zeta-Jones is phenomenal in this movie too. Do you guys remember the scene where she's wearing like that yellow silky dress? Mm-hmm. And then obviously the laser scene. So yeah. if any of you out there haven't seen this one yet. It's been a long time. I need to watch it again. You both have seen it though, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's been a while though. Yeah, but yes, I've seen it. And, then, and if it, oh, go ahead. Uh, Sean Connery will always be Indy's Indy's dad to me. Oh, that's another one. That's another great. That. And I, just, I felt like we had to pay tribute to this man because he's just. I hear heard that his last like few years were kind of rough ones, and mm-hmm. I want him. I want that memory of him just to be 
this. This is the version of Sean Connery that I'm going to keep because I thought he was yeah, um, very vulnerable in this movie, but still strong, which is a hard combination to pull off. Yeah. You guys have anything to add? Ooh. <laughs> okay. Jen, <laughs> this one got me excited because I, I know that you play chess, right? Yeah. It's on your little, uh, your little profile pic. So I was going through and I grew up in a, a family of chess players. My dad was a chess champion back in the seventies and my son plays chess. My 10 year old. Oh, he's, we just bought one. So my husband wants to teach my son. He wants to teach our son. Okay. So I shit you not listen to this. I'm playing chess with Adam. He's 10, you guys. And I'm making my move and he looks up at me and he goes, you don't want to move there. And I'm all, yeah, I do. He goes, we don't want to move there. And I'm like, you little shit, I want to move there. And like two moves later, he takes my piece and he's like, told you. But he had already projected ahead. And this is when he was like eight wow. years old. He started playing tournaments. So the Queen's Gambit, uh, really interesting story. The way this starts is um, a little disturbing. So she's a young girl. She's orphaned at a young age. Um, her mom is killed in a car accident. So she gets sent to like a orphanage of all, all girls orphanage. And while there, the Mrs. Hannigan of the place, so to speak, drugs the kids with these um, little green pills. It's like morphine. But when she, when she, as a kid, takes this morphine, she'll lay down and she sees the chessboard appear on her ceiling. And like all the pieces slowly grow out of the ceiling. And then she sits there and plays chess at night as a kid and she becomes phenomenal. And she starts mm. competing against, uh, oh, there's the green pills in the picture. See that little bottle in the chessboard? Oh, yeah. Oh. yeah. Those are the pills yeah. right there. Then obviously you have some alcohol and stuff, but she starts playing and doing tournaments and it's a male dominated world, so. Oh, it just cool. does. Jen, this is one I think that you would love. Gonna have to add that to my list for sure. Queen. I haven't finished it yet, but is it's this good. based on the uh, uh, some kind of book or something novel or something like that? I don't know. I'm, I'm not, not sure. Is that the actress that plays magic in the uh, yeah. that um? Oh man, that movie just, it just came out. That took forever to come out for X Men. Oh come on, Minions. Isn't that magic? I, um, Sure. I don't know. Let me get it up real quick. Let me see. Let me see where huh. she has been. And then she's supposed to play something else soon that everyone's really excited for. Oh, man. Oh, oh somebody okay. in the chat. Well, I'm going to say yes. Somebody said yes. Mama okay. over here said yes. That is her. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Beth, Har yeah Beth Harmon played by Anya Taylor Joy. She's supposed to play something else soon, too, that was like really, everyone was talking about it for a while, and I got excited about it, but now I can't remember. <laughs> you know, what's annoying is I saw a picture of it today when I was like getting my images for this. And it, there's a picture of her in the movie coming up that you're talking about. Wait, um, so hang on. Does anyone in chat know the movie she's supposed to be playing? She's like a young character. Oh, wait. Um, um, shaved head and it's Mad Max. Uh, oh. Fur Furiosa? Hmm, really? Yeah, but like it's supposed to be like a prequel with like, I want to say uh, the guy who plays Thor is supposed to be in it. Maybe. Oh man. Oh. Gosh darn it. We're horrible. I'm trying, We're to, find it. <laughs> I'm trying to find it. Fur Furiosa. Furiosa. Okay. Yeah. Okay. okay. <sighs> man. Because uh, that that comic for a while was going up. The Mad Max Furiosa mm. uh, comic was going up for a little oh, bit. Oh yeah, I remember seeing some people posting yeah. about that. Yes, you're right. Wait, huh. so this is based on a true story? Oh. Oh. The Queen of Gambit? Oh, there she yeah. is, look there. Oh. Yeah. There you go. Oh, Chris Hemsworth. Oh. <laughs> Sold. <laughs> yeah, she was, she's a phenomenal actress. And this anyway, I mean, this series has been great. And I think it's just one of those ones that, even if you're not a chess player, the story mm -hmm. itself will keep you engaged and she's she's really good uh somebody up here was saying like a bobby fisher type version and that's nice. that's the idea that genius yeah. chess player yeah he's a little bobby fisher. oh nice they're meaning to see that, that that movie that it's about bobby fisher that has 
who's the guy that played Spider-Man the first time? Tobey Maguire. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Play in that. I haven't seen that movie yet, though. It's, yeah. Nice, nice. All right, so those are my picks. I think we're gonna move into mine. Yay! Okay, so uh, Batman: Last Night on Earth. This one I picked this one up when it came out, and I read issue one, and then I stopped reading it because it took forever for the rest of the issues to come out. It's only three issues, uh, but the book it's a little bit thick, you know. Uh, so it's kind of worth it. Uh, but I started reading this one again because I didn't finish it. Um, and I really like it. I really like this, but it's kind of a different story. Like uh, uh, when I was reading it, I don't know if you guys read uh, uh, Moon Knight when it came out 2016, this one right here. Uh, I, when I read this one, I felt like it was very similar. Like I, I'm gonna give a little bit away <laughs> that he's in a asylum and that he's crazy. and joker it's uh his doctor and all the nurses and everybody who works there is like all the villains you know the regular villains and they're just saying no you're you're crazy you're you you're not batman you know mm-hmm. and uh alfred's telling him yeah it, you see it's all an illusion it's all in your head you're crazy you know uh but he's not really crazy so uh it's all kind of like because supposedly Batman killed his parents and and it was not you know how the original story you know how somebody else killed Batman's parents and whatever and he then uh, so it's in, the, in the, everything there was kind of like uh, Alfred kind of like put it for him not to to help him have I guess a better life kind of thing hmm. and. Uh, but then he gets out of the asylum and everything's kind of like apocalypse. Everything's destroyed. Everything's uh, uh, completely different. And you see that little lantern that he's holding right there. He has uh, the Joker's head. And I really, I, I mean, I thought it was a different, uh, interesting concept. And, and uh, what Snyder and Capullo working together, you know, they always do an amazing job. <laughs> I love them when they work together. Uh, but yeah, this is my pick. I started reading I'm shocked it. you picked this. You, you're normally more of an indie reader. So to see well, you branch out into the DC uh, well, realm is kind of cool. I started with DC. You know, that's how I started with DC. I'm, I guess I was more of a DC girl. And then I moved little by little to uh independent but i really like this one because it feels more so far where i'm at more like an indie book it doesn't feel so much of the whole superhero thing so far where i'm at the interior even looks a little bit more indie in the way that the um the blocks are done yeah yeah worlds it's what uh like else worlds it's like a comics that are in dc continuity it's cool I like black label. The way the panels yeah. line up, it's just, it's yeah. a little bit it's different, different than what you typically yeah. see. So I think, you know, that's why I really liked it, probably, because it felt it had that more of an indie feeling. It just kind of like the the dark, uh, the metal, you know, it feels a little bit different. The fact the Joker says, always talking to him and making jokes and the expense. That is so true. Oh my God, the Joker's funny. And it's like, Wait, they don't the Joker have that. that he's carrying around right there talks? Yes. Yes, it talks. Yeah, and it's like just busting jokes. It's so funny, uh, and it's like kind of like working together kind of thing, you know. Uh, and it's funny how like they have fought, you know, on the regular Batman's world. Like they have fought against each other for so long that they end up together. He's carrying his head around, you know. It just kind of it's kind of funny. <laughs> but yeah, I really I really like this uh, first issue. Uh, I need to read the second. Like I said, it's only three issues. I'm missing number three. I only have one and two. Um, I don't know why I don't have number three, which I need to order that one because I like to read the, the physical copy. I have them right here. Um, I like the same way. I like having the actual yeah. book in my hands versus like a PDF or. Yeah. Yeah. So I like this one. We're moving to my uh, uh, movie uh, uh, pick. This one is Encounters of the Spooky Kind. 
I love uh, Samo Hung. I it he him and Jackie Chan work together a lot. They him and another guy. Uh, they were uh, they kind of got famous. The three of them together, Jackie Chan and Samo Hung and. I always forget the other guy's name, but we always call him Ricky because that was the name of a character <laughs> in one of the movies. Uh, but Samo, for me, uh, if I have to pick one between Jackie Chan and Samo Hong, I will always pick Samo Hong. He is hilarious. And this movie came out in 1980, and it's um, that little thing that he's fighting. It's kind of, it's a vampire, but it's used to be a regular person, and then after they die, they can come back as a vampire but then the way uh he's coming back to life is because somebody else is controlling him and it's going after Samuel Hong uh and it, it's freaking it's a comedy but then at the same time if you would have seen this like back in the day it would have been scary <laughs> you always the craziest stuff I love it I love that you always have this stuff that I would never in a million years like oh hey aunt let's go watch Encounters of the Spooky Gang you know like I would yeah. never have guessed this well see okay all this I give credit to my husband because it's because of him I watch Battle Royale because of him this I know because of Samo I know about Samo Hong because of my husband because I wouldn't have never like you know a lot of the movies uh that we have seen, that I've seen of Jackie Chan growing up, I don't remember him being there. And now that I watch him, I'm like, oh my God, he's there, or he directed some of his movies too. So you start now, noticing him now that you've become Hall, familiar with it. It's a chubby guy and he's amazing at martial arts. I love martial arts. So uh, he is, so, and, and I think it's so funny that he's a chubby dude and, and I always tell that, that he's my husband. <laughs> he kind of looks like my husband. <laughs> And he is amazing at, you know, the way he fights. And I, I sell this to, to Mel. <laughs> and I'm like, have you watched this? Because I'm always talking to him about fighting or UFC fights or stuff like that. <laughs> and I send, I'm like, you need to watch this. It's funny and it has great fighting scenes. Uh, but yeah, this is my pick. And we watched it uh, last week. So it was before Halloween. What's it on right now? Uh, you can find it on Amazon. I think you can buy it on Amazon. Amazon Prime. Yeah. So I recommend it. <laughs> Bless you. <laughs> Bless you. <laughs> that was actually restrained too, so sorry. <laughs> but yeah, so those are my picks, guys. Oh, Jen, you're up. <laughs> uh, in Basement Issues, yes. Wrote a comment, yes. Um, so uh, yeah, so Power Ninja Turtles, uh, one through five is my pick. It is awesome. If you guys get a chance to read it, like if you're a Power Rangers fan or a TMNT fan, like definitely check it out. I have the variant for issue two. It has uh, my favorite ranger and favorite turtle. It's a uh, Leonardo and Green Ranger. If you can't see it, but um, hmm. yeah, it's a cool screen. That's cool. Yeah. It's a mashup. So Boom Studios and IDW got together and they did this collaboration, and it is awesome like i was so happy the whole entire time the variants <laughs> now i wasn't the one that did all the variants because it was it was every turtle and every power ranger helmet and i'm like okay i can't afford to do five or six issues per issue uh maybe like a long run goal but not current but uh yeah it's really cool they melded the things together it was more under boom this time i think for the sequel which i think is going to happen uh, is going to be more IDW and boom, like they're going to switch it, uh, just mm. to be, be fair. But, um, yeah, it's just them in the same world. And wait, how do they meet up though? How does that start? Well, okay. So I don't want to give too much don't away. Give it away. Just, I want to know how that happens. Okay. So basically Tommy is trying to save a childhood friend. And so and it happens to be where the turtles live and Tommy goes off the grid. So the Rangers are like, Hey, where's Tommy? Is it so where he's gone? And they can only track him when he turns into Green Ranger. So he's been Green Ranger in a while. And then when he goes up against the turtles, I think the second time is when he turns into the Green Ranger to defeat them because he's undercover with the foot. Like it's a great story about him going undercover to save somebody in the foot. Uh, and then the turtles fight the Rangers because there's like a miscommunication, like what's going on. Cause Tommy turns into the Green Ranger, fights them. So they think that the, rain, the turtles are like Rita, Rita Repulsa's like minions but it's like no and the banter they have and like donatello and billy having like 
a little banter and like and the thing is is like the other tur- some of the turtles become like fanboys because they're like oh my god the ranger is like <laughs> what is this right and then the rangers are confused almost the whole entire time because they're like who the heck are you guys because remember the turtles fight like undercover they're not like really known to everybody but everyone knows the rangers um mm-hmm. like oh man like you see oh man there's I don't want to give it. Uh, so basically, at one point, Tommy loses his coin and Shredder gets it. And then he figures out how to like demorph the Rangers. So then the turtles have oh. to. Use it. Oh my God, it's so good. Like it's only five That's issues. Cool. Yeah, right? Like, and then at one point, you see uh, the Ranger. So you see, the, you see the turtles morph. And I'm like, wow, it'd be really cool if in the next sequel, maybe they, because, you know, the city at war, you see uh, people turn into mutants. It'd be cool to see the rangers as mutants, but I don't know if that's going to happen. But, like, oh, man. Like, I was so excited the whole entire time. Like, <laughs> I could see it. Like, right now, the way you're explaining, you're so excited. I was excited just talking about this team up here. This is <laughs> It was a tour I never thought I wanted. Like, I didn't know. Like, I, I, I wasn't like, oh, man, I want this to happen. Come on. When it happened, though, I was like, well, let's see how they do it. And then I read and I was like, oh, my God, more. Like, it's kind of like I just wanted to keep reading the story. And when it came to an end, I was like, okay, but they left it on a cliffhanger, right? Like, basically, uh, Shredder takes Reader Pulsa to Dimension X so to meet the Krang. So I'm like, Okay, so they have to do a sequel. It's it has to be in the works. Like, there's no way they just leave it like this, right? Like, oh, it's so uh, like <sighs> deep breath. <laughs> and uh, okay, so stranger. Wait, Jen, before you start, before you start, guys, before Jen starts this one, she has never seen Stranger Things. I know, mm-hmm. it it shocked. Lucy and me too. Like she had never seen it. <laughs> this has been out for so long, just like everywhere. And this is Jen's first time. Go ahead, Jen. Be nice, guys. Be nice. Okay. <laughs> so the reason why I didn't jump on, like when it first came out, everyone's like, "Oh my god, this is right up your alley. You'll love it." I'm like, because oh. the thing is, and here's a tiny bit of backstory. For a long time longer than I want to think about. There's a lot of TV shows that come out that I would really like. After season one or season two, it'd be, it would be canceled. And mm. I was like, oh, that sucks. But it kept happening over and over and over again. Like the first one was Firefly. One season got canceled. Oh, I liked Firefly. I watched that too. Right? And then we got a movie later, but that was like years later, we got a, fi- got a movie finally. And it was a good movie. I like that movie. But, um, and then it was uh, Sarah Connor Chronicles took a while to get going. And then like the last episode left you on a really big cliffhanger and I'll never know what that is. Uh, Women's Murder Club also, cause there's a writer's strike, got really good and then got canceled. Uh, and that was, Women's Murder Club uh, was like, was it Patterson has a bunch of books about it. So I started reading those books cause I'm like, I wanna know what this world is like beyond the, the season that I got. Um, Dollhouse was another one that had like a season or two got canceled. You so just like, kept getting hurt. Yeah, like, I'm not doing this. I'm right? putting myself out there. And then like Legend of the Seeker was two seasons got canceled. And I'm like, you know what? That's it. I've had like all these TV shows that I really like to watch get canceled. I think I'm the death. If I like it, it's gonna get canceled. I'm not gonna watch it. <laughs> oh damn, you watched it. No, I just and then season two happened and I'm like, nope. And people are like, hey, you should watch it, you should watch it. I'm like, nope, I'm not gonna watch it. And season three <laughs> happened, and I'm like, oh. I'm gonna watch it, I'm not gonna watch it. And then finally like season four is for sure going to happen. It's delayed, which is fine. I, I think we're hearing like rumblings of like July. So I'm like, you know what? I'll give. I'll finally watch it. Yeah. Holy crap. It's so good. <laughs> okay. People in the chat are like, I watched one, couldn't finish it. What? Like, what? Give me three or four episodes, honestly. I mean, I know the CD, it's not that very long, like that many episodes, but still, like, I always say, like, at least watch three episodes. At least three. Then were you hooked after episode one? Okay, so I had a lot of questions after episode one, and I was watching. I remember her texting us that. She's like, I have questions. (laughs) So many questions, right? Because I like to know the answer. Like, I like to think things through and, like, okay, like, what what i have so many questions and then like i asked the person i was with i'm like you know this is and this and they're like nope you have to watch it i'm like Ugh. so i had to watch the whole season one and i was like i think by the end of season one i was like 
pulled in. It's like, okay, hang on. I need to find out all these answers. And there's still some answers because I still asked you, Lucy. I'm like, hey, how about this? And you're like, we still don't know. And I'm like, oh, God, I want to know these answers. <laughs> and you're, you're coming to the worst person. I'm the worst to explain things. I'm horrible at it. So I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> it's so good. And it's like 80s references up the wazoo. Like, and I'm, you know, I was born in 83. So like all these things were like, just like, homers like knocking out of the park and i'm like okay this is great more questions and it's like maybe the answer like one or two but they leave you with more and you're like oh man and then there's a lot of like parallels like mm -hmm. i think i guessed part of season two because it, it kind of reminded me a little bit of buffy um so in the season finale of buffy the Hellmouth was underneath the city of sunnydale and they had to like close it and uh, mm -hmm. that's what the, those weird tunnels were to me. I was like, oh man, that's awesome, right? And you'll pull a lot of parallels, like uh, Eleven being kind of like Weapon X, right? Like, mm -hmm. like I was like, oh man, that's awesome. Like they just wove all these things together to make a really original story that just reminded you of other things. And then I'm like, mm -hmm. oh yeah, I miss watching that. I'll go watch back and watch that later. Have you read the comics yet? So- That's another. Yeah, that's another thing. Like, I end up getting the ash can from my comic store. They just, hey, you know, do you want to read this? And I looked at it. And I'm like, oh, Stranger Things. Everyone keeps pushing me towards it. And I'm like, oh, it's so good. And I'm like, mm. so I took the ash can and I haven't flipped through it. So now after watching, I'm done with season one and two. I'm into three, but now I'm slowing down because I was like consuming them like crazy. Like, no. next episode, you're like, I want to leave work. No food, no water. I want to get back to this. <laughs> But like the comics are like the this little side stories. What that's which I kind of like that. It's not like exactly like you know the show. It's like whatever happened to Eleven while she was at you know at what the Will office. was doing while he was oh well Will yeah I think the first one was Will, Will was. and then L and then a bunch of little side stories which that's kind of good and maybe it will answer all your questions. Yeah, like Jen, you have no idea what Will was doing while Wynonna Ryder was going crazy hanging up lights. Where was he during that frame? So the, the comics yeah. kind of give you a little bit of a, a window mm -hmm. into where he was and what he was up to while the show stuff is happening. Does that make sense? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So now I have to go, you're telling me I have to go hunt down those graphic, uh, comic books now to get I might them. have one. I'll have to see. I had some sign uh, by Green here, so I'll have to find let me stuff. Let me check because I think I might have them because I, I think I might have picked up the first run let me check yep. i'm gonna check then I'll, I'll if i have them i'll just send them to you because i cool. uh i don't think i'm gonna i don't i, I didn't even read them honestly and i got really? the yeah i i have a lot of books that i just picked up and i didn't even get a chance to read them there's one that i got uh from midtown and it was an exclusive and it was one of those little things coming out of the wall or something like that uh i really like the cover so i i bought it uh, but yeah, I haven't, I haven't read it. <laughs> so, so you know, Nancy and what's, what's Will's brother's name? Uh, the one that's with Nancy? Yeah. No, that's Steve. Yeah, the one that gets, no, no, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh. They're together in real life. No, they're not. Yeah. They are? Yeah. yeah. They are. That's and I kind of feel like the show maybe just propelled them into fame so fast that it like ruined these poor kids' lives because like Eleven gets stalked. What's her, what's her real name? I'm calling her Eleven. Millie? Bobby Brown? No. Millie something. Brown. Millie Brown. Brown. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. I said Bobby Brown. That's the same. Bobby Brown. <laughs> no, you're, you're close. You're close. Yeah, <laughs> she was in that uh, in, in Nola on Netflix. Oh, right. yeah. It was really yes, good. I, I liked that. it. Yeah, it was really good. I liked I it. It was cute. Hold on. I have I liked it. Oh, I, I want to say real quick, shout out to... to uh, uh, CBS, uh, uh, not CBS, <laughs> CBSI, uh, for sending the shirt. I oh, yeah, I'm wearing mine too. Jen needs one, guys. Jen needs one. <laughs> Jen needs like yellow or green, so we're like a little triangle. Yes, of, yeah, I got the red one. I bought, so. I, I bought like they have like a CBGB rocker type one that I bought mm -hmm. like maybe two years ago. It's somewhere, I think yeah. it's dirty. Oh, um, really quickly, guys, uh, be before we move on to our review of Thor, if you haven't already, uh, we are selling Ice Cream Man over on birdcitycomics.com. And this mm -hmm. one is selling out. I don't even. You think? guys need to 
get that. That's an amazing cover. If we still have it, I think we do. I'm, I'm not quite sure. But uh, yeah, so then obviously Vampirella too over there. These are both on birdcitycomics.com. I'm going to double check while we're chatting here to make sure they're still available. That oh, that one. Again, yeah. You, legs. <laughs> <laughs> you may have already seen this. This is our Batman Catwoman number one. Uh, this is Scott Williams sketch, Jim Lee inks, and Alex Sinclair colors. But Brian always puts up the ink one because that's his favorite. <laughs> that's his personal. He's like, if you're going to get one, get the Jim Lee inks. Because you can actually see the strokes. You can I mean, see those sexy legs. That's pretty cool. So again, uh, check them out over at birdcitycomics.com if you haven't already. Hey. Is Catwoman, Batwoman, oh, sorry, hang on, Cat, Catwoman, Batman. Catwoman. Batman, Catwoman. Is that the Mask of the Phantasm one or is that later? I don't know. Yeah, I, I just remember seeing a couple months ago, like Mask of the Phantasm from that awesome 90s car cartoon movie. Of like it in the background with Bat with Batman and Catwoman, and I'm like, when's that going to happen? So I'm not sure if that's the same series. I don't know. Mm. I haven't I haven't actually read it yet. We don't get them until, gosh, December. I think is when those come in. So I'll let you know. Okay, cool. I do know um, that it's um. What do you call it when you can like see private parts? Black label. Oh, risky. yeah, yeah. So it, it's, it's black part. label. <laughs> I, I'm curious if maybe we see like. I don't know, like a cat or boobies. Boobs, yeah, <laughs> cat boobs. That was like a thing on one of the what book was it where they almost showed the cat boob, but then they didn't. Oh, I don't remember. There was a book oh. where they, they thought about doing it, but then they they scaled back. So. I know about like Batman Damned, but I don't know about the Catwoman one. <laughs> I, I, I own that one. I know about that one too. All right, guys, to finish off the night really quickly, we only have like a few minutes here. We got to do a quick recap. Oh, wait, so before, before we keep going, I forgot to mention oh, yeah. my, my show on, on Tells by Lucy. If you guys go to my channel, I go I do uh, once a week, uh, I have a guest and they'll share their ghost stories with me. So check out my YouTube channel. And I have five episodes six episodes so far and uh this saturday at 7 p.m pacific time okay oh, wait these go. are true ghost stories that you were lay by interviewing somebody yes they are like telling me their personal ex experience are you doing the one that you told jen and me about no oh I come on I can't do that I, because it's under investigation i can't i can't well, do something like that oh it's so good though there's eventually maybe that will be one that she tells yeah because i was like Ugh. No, I oh there it is mama comic yay yeah, yeah so so that we can talk about that but yeah all right so anywho so make sure you guys do that if you haven't already uh the last show we kind of screwed ourselves here because we went to <laughs> one through four even though the arc didn't end till five so we were like, okay, this time we're gonna go all the way through to issue ten. So that covers, you know. Mm -hmm. But go ahead, Jen. Issue eleven is technically the end of that arc. So I was oh, like, fuck. wait, seriously? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I thought it wasn't ten, and like I got to ten, and I'm like, this isn't done yet. Oh, yeah. You should have paused this yesterday, or dang it. Oh, we did it again. All right, well, you're gonna get part of the arc. Um, so where did we leave off on it? four? Uh, so four is, uh, the last one with like gore and we haven't found out the whole entire everything. F five is like the wrap up. Right. And then mm -hmm. it goes through to God bomb. Uh, so what's funny is that like Laura and uh, Lucy, you guys are talking about, um, like after I read, reread it, I'm like, what you guys told me you did. I was like, that's probably smart. The comics explained. I was like, we're Maybe. cheaters. <laughs> well, no, not cheaters. It's that you guys read it, but you used it to like fill it in more, it's right? Yeah. So, like, because yeah. like, it is really hard with the time flow. And I love how they were like, Thor hates time travel. And this is all that's happening during this whole entire arc. Um, but when you guys said that, I was like, damn it. Why not do it? <laughs> like, God, it's like crib notes. And I would have probably been better for it. <laughs> so, oh, what she's talking about, guys. We uh, went to YouTube and we watched, uh, it's something called Comic Storian. It's spelled like that, like, like 
wait, historian, but comic historian. Um, it's this guy that gives you like a really dramatic read of full runs of books. And after I read it, I was like, okay, I'm a little confused. I'm not gonna be able to hang. So we went back and we like watch it and it's very cool. They take out the text itself, but then he kind of summarizes the story and he does the voices and. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, it's pretty cool because yeah, like like I was telling you, I was horrible. Like I'm horrible explaining, summarizing. So like that it helps me too. I'm like last week I was just rambling and saying I don't know what the hell I just read. <laughs> well, there's you know? there's Gorg, right? Mm -hmm. Gorg. Gorg. Yes, yeah. saying that right. And there's the sword that I was asking you about. Necrosword. So okay, pick Let's us see. up on issue five, Jen. You're the best person for the job. Okay, uh, so. The different Thors are battling Gore at different time periods. Mm -hmm. uh, Gore basically captures young Thor, uh, the one that has the axe to the left-hand mm -hmm. side, and then... Hangs him upside down. Yeah, and starts torturing him. And he tells him before he tortures him that, like, the best one that he's come across, the best god, lasted, like, nine days before he, he gave up his kids. And you're like, whoa, that's mm -hmm. crazy. But then he tortures him and focuses on him for 19 or 18 days and you're like whoa that's even longer than before holy crap he's holding out but you can tell he's like on the cusp of like giving up uh but then these like vikings come in and like kind of give him time to like get saved right oh here yeah. it is here's what we were watching our cheat sheet yeah <laughs> <laughs> um, thanks. thanks to the comic story you may say so, like you find out like more about Gore's backstory, right? Then that, Laura, that's when you said like you understood where he, he comes from. Basically, that uh, his whole entire life, from his mom being like, "Hey, worship the gods; they'll they'll, they'll protect." And they're on a really harsh planet. Uh, it kind of a little bit reminded me of uh, Tatooine a little bit, but whatever. Okay, um, so <laughs> they're on a really harsh planet, and she ends up like, "Hey, keep worshiping with them; don't worry about it." Gets he sees her get like beaten by these people and like eaten alive and he's like oh what the heck is this and then he has yeah. like, a wife with a baby loses that and she says the same thing about like worshiping the gods and it's like well, but he loses everything they lose he loses everything and then, his, and then later even after that he loses his kid and it's mm -hmm. like the whole time it's like the gods are supposed to help you you're supposed to pray to them supposed to help you and like no this planet is like against that completely like there's no way you know and then finally he like sees uh, like a golden god and a black god like land, and then the golden god like asks for help, and he's like, "Help! Like, You've never helped me my whole entire like, like watch you, right?" <laughs> and then the black god, which looks it looks a little bit like um, oh, who's that horse faced uh, uh, Thor? Oh yeah, I know which one you're talking about. Oh my god, on that oh, cover, right? Then they. Yeah. Uh, he's horse. Uh, he's the other guy who has Stormbreaker. I can't remember. He's oh saying... my god. Okay, but you know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah. Like he's been in a lot of things. He was in. Yes, Banner yeah. Bill. Oh my god! Thank yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he looks kind of like him, but like in like a neck, uh, like a venom type armor, right? Mm -hmm. And then that armor goes into Gore, and you're like, oh, that's how. That's that's his backstory. You're like, okay, like here's a guy who hates the gods, never helped him a day in his life. And he's not sure to hate the ones who do something or the ones that don't do anything at all. And he starts like this like war path. And it's just like, you even know, at one point, oh, go ahead. That makes you like understand him, his rage for for the gods, you know? It's like, man, like I don't blame him for hating all these gods, you know? It's like when you've been praying for, for help for so long and they never come around. And now it's like, Screw them. <laughs> he was forsaken. Totally yeah. It, it was it, it, like, Laura, you're right. Like his story makes you go, okay, I kind of understand where he's coming from. Cause like never once did he ever have any kind of help. And his, his whole life's been like a big tragedy. Right. Mm -hmm. yeah. uh, and then it goes into time travel again with uh, different gods and old King Thor meets present day Thor and I love all the like no beard jokes that happened and <laughs> I definitely like reminded me of like solo Wookiee's beard about he's like beardless like whatever like and just like kind of like and each one he meets because he meets 
like all three, uh, all other younger two. And it's like, you even have a beard. Like, who, who are you? Like, you know, <laughs> like, oh man, like the, the whole series. And then like, I really, it made me really uh, appreciate Asad Ribic's art. Like, right? One through 10, you're just like, wow, like this art's like really good, especially at certain scenes. Uh, would you guys think about meeting the grandchildren of Thor? Okay, first off, just to go back to your previous point there, uh, the artwork, uh, do you guys, in the first couple, I don't remember which issue it was exactly, but the issue where he goes and he's trying to figure out where all the gods are and he finds all the slaughtered gods and like oh, that. Oh, the ones hanging? Big issue. Yeah, the ones that are all hanging yeah, and everything. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was very cool how they captured the eyes. Yeah. I always look at eyes whenever I'm looking at characters in general. Yeah, that one was really good. Yeah, I love Jack and Eyes, but it's the tie-in to how his people, so his people, instead of burying you, they hang you up to face the gods to like, to move on to the next life, right? Is that why he was torturing Thor upside down? Well, it, it's, it, it's, it's the, it's the, the crucifixion and like all the guards are, are crucified and like on the trees, they're all like, that's how they would do it for their people to like, for for the gods to look down on you and to like help you into the next life. So like what when this thing here, Thor's gods were there and did abandon their duties, killing all gods is a bit much. Yeah, he did kind of go on a bit of a rampage. He he overreacted a teeny bit, right? Well, oh, he was I mean, pretty he was pretty mad. He's hurt. He lost everything. He, he lost, lost his, his mom. family. Yeah, his mom, his wife, the way his kids. Yeah, his whole family. This is again we're seeing and we're kind of like understanding the villain once again. <laughs> But what's I always really understand the villain, Lucy. It's yeah. like, I don't know if I should be concerned about myself or <laughs> I was like, I get you, Gore. We're compassionate because we find the, you know, we try to understand the evil, I guess. We're good people, that's why. <laughs> but I feel like the the big, the big like, oh crap, he's got crossed the line. Remember his wife? The, yes. Right? Should, should we, can we show that part? Uh, it probably has to be, yeah, right around. Mm. So, so guys, if you're just tuning in, we're showing you, this is on Comic Storian on YouTube. We're giving full credit over there. He um, does really dramatic, amazing reads of comic book uh, runs. And this is the one that we're on is uh, Thor, God of Thunder. So like with the wife, the wife is like, cause now at this point he's killed a lot of guys and he's making the God bomb, right? Mm. And and the wife, like, and you think it's the wife. Maybe he went out of time and, pick, and picked her up, which is why I was like, oh, okay. Like he like saved her. Uh, and she's like, oh man, like you're doing all these things. Like we should worship you. Like you're a God. And then you see him like, would you call me? Cause remember he hates gods. And the thing that he does to his wife, I was like, I didn't see it coming when it happened. I was like, okay. Didn't she kind of foreshadow it? She said something. No, she was very into him and very into like what you're doing. And eventually like her whole thing was when the God bomb explodes, we'll all be happy. We'll all get to finally, finally live our life. And like, she, she saw like after, right. Mm. But by praising him so much and calling him a God, basically like, I don't know if we're going to see are that. We're ahead of ourselves. Are we going no, no. Cause, Cause that's, that's what you yeah. 10 or nine. Okay, that's Thank not where we're, where we're going to leave off then, right? Yeah, so, yeah. oh, see, that's after. Um, yeah. So, uh, yeah. Uh, okay, so basically, he turns to her and, like, impales her through the mouth. Yeah. And yeah. you're like, oh, what? Oh, shit. Yeah. And then mm -hmm. later, the son comes in and is like, hey, where's mom? But then you oh, see, like, her hand, and you're like, and like, that's like his downfall. Like the son, because before he was very like for the father, the father's all knowing he's the one that's doing all these things. He's great. Kind of like with the mom. Mm -hmm. but that's like killed mom. Like, yeah. like that's it. Like, man, this story's so good. Like, and I really love the interactions. You know what? Now after after watching this, it make me like it even more because they like, like I said, I, I, I was liking it, you know? But there was a lot, I felt like a little holes to, for me to understand, and then just watching this guy's video, it just made a lot more sense. 
Um, and it's cool, like you said, Laura, that he makes those voices. <laughs> it makes it kind of cool. Yeah, Lucy's all, Laura, you jerk. Why didn't you tell me about this? I'm like, I'm sorry. I'm like, I should have mentioned it sooner. She's like, I'm the thing you're going through trying to understand this. Help so much. I'm like, my bad, my bad. So well, I feel like when it gets to like, I, think, I forgot what issue, but like issue seven, the one where they're finally all in the same timeline, mm -hmm. I'm like, then it gets super easy to read because you're like, okay, like it's done done being like three stories and you're like, okay, wait, where are we again? And right. once, they're like, once they're together, you're like, oh, okay, now yeah. we're actually in one timeline. I can understand this a little bit, bit, but I was like, dang it, that's a good idea because I was lost. I remember when I originally read, read this issue one until like, I think seven or six, I was like, I don't know what's going on yeah. here. It wasn't until I read the whole story that I was like, oh, cool. <laughs> oh, I was so confused. After the first couple, I was like, I don't know if I want to keep reading this because I was like just so confused. And that's when Anthony's all, Laura, go on to Comic Storian. This will help. And I was like, ah. So anywho, yeah. I think that's it for tonight. We went a little bit over here. Um, but guys, thank you all so much for coming out. We sincerely mm -hmm. appreciate it. And again, make sure that you find Lucy on YouTube. She does really cool like true story ghost stories Thank which are so fun to watch all three of us are on instagram feel free to follow us there too and we will be back tuesday oh. <laughs> he came out. he's all waiting from the back he came uh, out <laughs> what's the what's the time frame what time is it eastern time now right now it's 709 here no, I mean, like, what time are we going live now so it's 10 eastern is what our new show is going to be Oh no, we're no, we're still, we're still at, at the same, the same, it's the same. Wait, the same. Wait, hang on. Nine o'clock, <laughs> nine o'clock Eastern, eight o'clock Central, six o'clock Western. Okay, so we're just all the ones that changed, right? Yeah, only, confusing. Yeah. only oh. yeah, I think only us in California, I think we're the only ones who changed the time change. But so nine Eastern, there, there, there it is. There it is. There it is. So we'll be Five. back next Tuesday at 9 Eastern Standard Time. Um, we have some good stuff coming up. That's all I'm going to say for yeah. right now. We have some more interviews and some more really fun content. So if you're enjoying the show, please like it. Leave a comment. Your feedback means a lot to us. Um, yeah, girls, you have anything to add? No, thank you so much for watching, guys. Thank you. Night. Appreciate it.